I feel like I have a, a strong start for us. Oh, dude. Oh. You never started off, so you never. Let's go on. <laughs> okay, so apparently Death Proof is Quentin Tarantino's what well, he has said his least favorite film he's ever made. I've never heard the really? worst fi- he th- he considers it the worst film he's ever I've made. I've literally the worst? never yes. heard that. Whoa. Yeah. That's kind of thrown a wrench in Trevor's whole yeah, theory. Well, I mean, it makes to me it makes him sound like more of a douchebag. Yeah. Okay. Well, and I think we all acknowledge that he totally is. feel like i know i i feel like his i know he was popular obviously he's been making a lot of movies i think pulp fiction was one of his kind of launchers into major fame oh trevor's trevor's about to trevor's face is like a deep no 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 no, no. i Uh, I think it was reservoir dogs which is the big one but i i feel like it was after like it was more in the the decade after like with inglorious bastards and like um oh what's the other one that that comes that where he's really kind of been this like oh i've got these big massive huge budget like blockbuster movies so it's hard to like compare mm-hmm. yeah the stuff he made before then uh, totally you yeah i like i kind of feel the same way because he used to be like an indie director yeah right and uh and a lot of his budgets were lower budget movies like even so like grindhouse was 30 million dollars which mm-hmm. I, I said was like I was like, that's like nothing, right? I mean, Paige like rolled her eyes like, that's $30 million, asshole. You know? Yeah. Like, okay, well, yeah, $30 million is a lot of money, but... This isn't the, a paranormal activity budget. That's still $30 million. Yeah, it's, right, still right. 30, it's still Tarantino got $30 million because he's Tarantino yeah. to make bullshit. Right. right. Well, and it's like said, like, uh, you know, watching the movie, uh, like the car chase scenes and the car wrecks and all that mm-hmm. stuff. And it's Very like, cool. I can't believe this is only shot for $30 million, mm-hmm. especially when they're like tearing across an entire like... Uh, town, yeah. you know, like just destroying these two cars, going over jumps and all sorts of shit. You know? <laughs> I like how it's probably they're destroying these like fifteen cars, really. Probably, like, yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's so. crazy too. Is like, oh man, how are you dissing on this thing when you purposely made it look that I way? Know. Well, I just, I, I kind of, I don't know. I always feel bad when I hear people shitting on their own thing that they created. And like, it's like, there's a lot of people who made that movie and probably really like it. So it kind of sucks for you to be like, I fucking hate this thing and what I did to this thing. Yeah. Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah. How does your friend Zoe Bell feel about that? Yeah. How does your friend Zoe Bell who fucking rode that car for you, motherfucker? Right. Yeah. (laughs) When I, when I, I, I read that interview, it seemed much more of like accepting that the way Tarantino talks about his movies, like he he basically turned water to wine in that situation. Well, it's just like a step underneath that. Yeah. It's not Quentin going like, I don't like this movie. It's like, Ugh, if I had to put one last, I guess it would be okay, Death Proof. Okay, okay, okay. That sounds a little bit more. That helps. That, sounds, that, that helps. sounds much more accurate. But yeah. still, I just, I don't know. I like when people like their weird stuff more. Throwback, totally. shout out to Megan Fox's favorite movie she ever worked on being Jennifer's Body. Hell yeah. So like, I wish this was secretly his favorite. <laughs> True. I feel like even hearing that too it was it was like a bummer because i really liked it yeah um and watching it a second time for a long time i've thought okay reservoir dogs is probably my fave but watching that a second time you get just like these just really badass feminist vibes and um just the ending where 
Oh yeah. Or do we always have to put we, spoiler? I don't know nation if we always have to world. put spoiler nation. Like, come on, y'all. You this know, a, you should. This know. is a fourteen-year-old movie. Yeah, <laughs> this is fair. So just badass, just feminist vibes. We're gonna beat this guy to I death yeah. and cheer about it. And be like, for fun. <laughs> how do you not love but, like, that? Jump freeze frame. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I know this. I think that is a good like segue too into Trevor. Um, I Trevor actually we picked this because Trevor wanted to do a special feature on it, and I was like, homie. We all agreed the rules of the special feature where we would we would make sure that we weren't all going to talk about it. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure we would all talk about Death Proof at least two of us. And he was like, "Well, I already wrote something." And I'm like, <laughs> "Well, okay. I guess you'll okay. we'll bring it up here." And so I've been I haven't heard of this. He's like, "Well, maybe I'll do a special feature too." Yeah, yeah, maybe I'll do it on Death Proof. How about that? And my love for Zoe Bell. Thank you. Mm. It's gonna be a race. <laughs> it is. <laughs> and so it, I but I don't know Trevor's thoughts on his. I don't know what he wrote. I don't know. Any thing and i've been like just and, waiting and you never will at the oh. edge of our seat yeah trevor specifically brought me a seat today so i could be sitting at the Ooh, edge of it yes. yeah only the edge of for, the seat is all waiting I for the rest <laughs> of the seat is not there we're here and actually i do know a little bit about what you're about to say and i'm ready and excited to jump onto that to get let's into go. it okay let's hear it. so i have this i have this um overwhelming theory that uh, death proof is essentially like an allegory for uh like sexual assault in hollywood um, Lola's give, very give upset. One about that. second here, we got a dog that's just whining. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I've laid the groundwork there. My basis for it is this movie comes hot on the heels of uh, Kill Bill. Mm-hmm. This is uh, Quentin Tarantino's movie he made right after Kill Bill. There's tons of Kill Bill references throughout we, this. Go ahead, real quick, for people who maybe don't know. Like the TLDR, really quick, was mm. Uma Thurman. Um, and we've we've talked about this before. Like have we? we briefly mentioned it when we were talking about. Um, James Cameron being a douche. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right. So Uma Thurman wrote a thing and it was essentially calling out, you know, Tarantino and all these people for, you know. She was telling her her experience on the set of Kill Bill and specifically uh, Kill Bill Volume 2, where Quentin Tarantino asked her to perform a stunt in the movie that she was not comfortable with. um, But uh, Harvey Weinstein refused to pay any more money to hire a stunt performer to do the stunt uh, instead of Uma Thurman. Yes, and she wrecked the car because it was a super unsafe situation, super unsafe car. They made her drive a certain speed. Right. The road was not prepared like she was told it would be prepared. She ran right into a tree and she thought she was paralyzed. She thought she could die. And you can see all this if you really want to see this. They they released a video, which is shocking to me that they have this footage. Um, but basically Tarantino, in reaction to that, had said... You know, like the only reason that my name is in this article is because I didn't, I wasn't one of the people who stopped her from saying, you know, writing her story. Um, And so just in just having that little bit of backstory leads into Trevor's theory here, just for people who maybe don't know that. Uh, Yeah. And so... Um, I, I was always under the impression that this uh, death proof was like a way of Quentin Tarantino kind of exercising his demons, you know? Mm-hmm. When I watched Death Proof many years ago, I was like, oh my God, there's just like a whole section where Quentin Tarantino is just like sucking his own dick. And it's like the car looks like the bride and he's got a pussy wagon sticker and her phone ring is the whistle song, like all these things. And I'm like, we get it. You made Kill Bill. But then when Trevor brought me this theory, I was like, oh, maybe he's like hitting it over the head to be like uh, fuck you about it definitely hitting it over the head <laughs> it changed because, my perspective uh well because like i said so it's like look at the um uh 
you know, the, the key points of the story about Uma Thurman having to do a stunt that she wasn't comfortable doing. So you ask an actress to do something that a stunt woman should be doing. Death proof. He hires a stunt woman. Not just any stunt woman. The stunt woman from Kill Bill. The st- uh, <laughs> Zoe Bell. Um, Uma Thurman's stunt double, you know, and so he hires her as the main actress to perform all the stunts in this movie. Um, and then there is, uh, like I said, uh, Kurt Russell. I always, I uh, under the belief that Kurt Russell is probably like the Harvey Weinstein type uh, character who is like, like I said, he's like chasing these women down yeah. and uh, manipulating them. Very predatory. Very predatory. And then like I said, at the end, like even when he gets done like uh, messing around with them, he's like, wow, ladies, that was really fun. Me- you know? I know. I like you said, messing around with them. Let's rephrase that. At the, almost towards the end, when he almost fucking kills them and fails. Well, yeah, he's he, trying. He yeah. thinks he killed the, he the, thinks the he killed yeah. Zoe Bell. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> like how fun was that, guys? Right. And that's, yeah. what, and that's what I'm saying. And then like when they catch up to him and he's like. Uh, you know, as soon as they, as soon as they shoot him back, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, how much, how much have we seen that in Hollywood today where, uh, these guys are, get accused of something and all of a sudden they turn into like the biggest fucking cry baby, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) And they go, I can't believe you guys are doing this to me. In many cases, literal literal crybabies. I'm calling you out, whoever, the fucking guy who was on court. Brett Kavanaugh. Brett Kavanaugh. Brett Kavanaugh, you motherfucker. So like I said, there's, and there's even that line where it's like, I'm really sorry. I was just messing around. Mm-hmm. I didn't mean anything. You know, and so it's like, it's But obviously, you know, that. he is because you saw him kill the first girl obviously, and having a yeah. great time and he didn't have any remorse and he doesn't have any remorse until somebody fucking until somebody is until he's uh, under attack, essentially, mm-hmm. you know, it's not even attack. Like, I want to change your verbiage there, too. When he's fucking like he's getting what he, he was. Put, he's getting right back. That yeah. karma. He's not sorry. He did exactly it. He he's sorry. It. He got caught. Totally. So. I mean, you could also extend that to the fact that the warden um, basically covers up for him. Yeah. So you have an authority figure that is actively working around protecting this man. Right. Exactly. I and mean, what it's does like, he say? He tells that he tells his like deputy or whatever. He's like, I well, he spend won't. all this time chasing mm-hmm. this guy down and tracking leads, or I could spend the exact same amount of time following NASCAR. Yeah. You know? And he's he even says like, well, I can just tell you, he won't do it in Texas again. Right. Yeah. And then it cuts to another state. Right. Ten- yeah. And then he goes to Tennessee. Tennessee. Or whatever, yeah. And so it's just like. Yeah, just keeping your fucking circles close in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely changed. I already liked that movie, but it definitely changed my uh, perspective on it when Trevor brought that. And I was just like, you know what? You're totally right. This is a fuck you. And there are so many similarities. And the Kill Bill thing is not a sucking my own dick. The Kill Bill thing is fuck you guys. It's it's a like, yeah, it's a reference. Just so you know, like, I'm, this is what I'm this talking is what about. I'm talking about. Uh, I did also listen to an interview with him um, and Conan O'Brien. Uh, talking about shooting this movie and it was probably the grossest tarantino interview i'd ever heard why because he was talking about um well wasn't this such a fun movie yeah i was surrounded by all these hot women like i had so many hot women on set and then i went out and partied with the roller girls and we all got blackout drunk and we we're throwing each other around <laughs> and like we're all like hands on hands and i was like this is like i almost gave you this like feminist benefit of the doubt no. reading of this movie and you are fucking ruining everything of it. For me, it's solidified. For I loved this movie the first time I saw it. Mm-hmm. And this watch around, I just got such a hardcore, like, we are not like other girls. And that's why we lived feeling from it. Oh, okay. Um, and which bummed me out astronomically. Because I wanted to be one of those people that defended this movie till the end. Okay, I okay. do like that thought of it, though. That's a different 
different look on it too. I, I didn't think about that. I was going to say, I kind of got like the, like very, a very different. What'd you get? Uh, so kind of listening to Trevor's theory, but we talked about this when we watched it a little bit, just about how, like, it's almost like he recut uh, the character of Stuntman Mike. He's like recasting these same kind of girls. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and so true. we're starting the movie, like following these girls, driving around in their car, figuring out what to do. And like, having this conversation and my one really big issue with this movie is the conversations that these women's have like yes hundreds of women's sorry um, women's <laughs> yes women talk about sex and whatever but this is like this is really like, the way that he wrote it you know oh, so yeah. that's fucking the whole in that conan o'brien interview conan, and it was it's just so delightful to watch conan o'brien says to him I think you write women so like you're known for writing women so well. The dialogue in this movie is the most believable women's dialogue I've ever seen. <laughs> like, thank God. you, thank you, thank you. I have a lot of female friends, and they always talk about dicks. I was like, no, Which they is, fucking don't. No, they don't. Let me fucking tell you that, my man. I mean, they don't. I mean, don't of course, two men up. are having this conversation. Yeah, of course. Right, I was right, gonna right. say, don't listen to any of our conversations because I do feel like I talk about dicks a lot. Yeah, but <laughs> not in that way. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's like a specific way that they're doing it. I don't know. And it just goes on and on and on. But um, it's, in, it's which like is not indulgent. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, not how a typical like the flow of a, a female conversation, like a group of female yeah. um, who are with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Anyway, that, that's like I my, 100% my agree. Issue. I was like the dialogue. in this But um, yeah. but with the the women, the parallels of them, I felt like it was supposed to sort of just be the same situation, except um, and I guess I can kind of see, you know, what you're saying we're not like other girls because they actually do fight back but mm-hmm. i in the other sense we didn't even those other girls didn't even get a chance mm-hmm. yeah, it's a very totally. different situation so i one of the things that i was having issue with or or couldn't figure out was it felt it feels like two movies mm-hmm. and i think like what i have come to is because the whole perspective totally shifts so in the first part of the movie we're in like stuntman mike's perspective which is why he's like he was a big stuntman in like 60s and 70s. So that's why it has this old movie feel. Mm-hmm. And then um, we see sort of that transition from black and white to where he's like trying to find new girls in his scheme um, to in color. And then it's like the color is like their perspective. Interesting. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it has to do with because they were all in the film industry or something mm-hmm. to do with their job. But suddenly th- these group of women are are we're in their perspective so we're seeing tarantino use his typical we see like the reservoir dog style like yes. table conversation mm-hmm. and we see them in the car having similar conversations to what the other girls were having um but i don't know something about broad daylight changes you know how their interaction between some and mike goes and they're like fuck this mm-hmm. right. and fire back and end up kind of being they're the protagonists now and they're who we're following and they're the ones who are doing pretty much the exact same thing Stuntman Mike's doing, mm-hmm. like chasing him down until mm-hmm. they're like, we're not edging yeah. up on this. Right, right. We're going to fuck you up, dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so... I don't know. I, I like. I can kind of see where you're. We're not like other girls, but I sort of almost just feel like it's we're shifting the perspective. We're not going to fuck with these guys anymore, uh-huh. and we're going to give it right back. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, it's like, I know I as a person was at the height of my I'm not like other girls phase yeah. in 2007, which is probably why I liked this movie yeah. so much. Because when they're at the diner, they literally have a we're not like other girls discussion. They say the actual words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're not like other girls. And then the one girl they exclude from the actual fight yeah. is the one that never goes like, well, I'm a gearhead, too. Yeah. No. She's the so they bring themselves there. all onto she's that the, level. She's the famous one. She's the actress. Right. She's right. the... Yeah, and they leave her there. Which they leave her there to get basically raped by that guy. <laughs> it's the wildest fucking plot point. that she's going to give him a blowjob, yeah. Yeah, that definitely didn't play well, like, watching it now versus yeah. the one I watched it, like, probably in, I don't know, when it was 2007 this came out. Yeah. Like, I remember a lot of people laughing in the theaters when I went and saw this. Because I actually did see Trevor the... Trevor actually went and saw this in the theaters. In the Grindhouse double feature when it was released. And oh guess what? my god. You don't even think he liked it. Because I remember asking Dude. him if it was good. And he goes, I don't fucking remember. It started at like fucking 1 a.m. It started and it at was like 12.30. And was, I mean, you know, like I said, this is what, like a, a two-hour movie or something like that? Yeah, and it's like it's two like, hours and 20 And minutes. Planet Terror was first, right? Yeah, yeah, Planet Terror was first. And that was like a thrill ride, you know, when well, you're is, in high school. And it is very dialogue heavy up oh until... Gosh, yeah. up until that the very end that, or well even until the, crash the scene in the, middle, the crash yeah. scene and then you're like what the fuck yeah and then it starts off like so yeah so i remember watching this as a kid and it's like there's like fucking 45 minutes of dialogue and i'm just like oh my god i do not fucking care where this is going mm-hmm. dude and then all of a sudden that fucking smash up scene where it's like the, uh, what was it four t- or four 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 different cuts of like yeah. carnage on these girls and it's like oh my god you know and, mm-hmm. but then uh but then it just goes right back to the like it just resets like you're saying like the movie just starts over mm-hmm. and so it was like it really undercuts everything you're like oh god i gotta watch this again you right. know and so it's like that movie that we all went and saw it, without uh, jesse huh in fabric in fabric you didn't yeah. see that before i said we all saw it it was like it, that feels <laughs> like in movie. fabric yeah <laughs> <laughs> where you literally that fucking movie was relentless where we're watching it and I it like had blocked that shit out of yeah, my dude. fucking head if anyone's listening in fabric it's it's like very similar where it's like except uh, it just fucking does it five fucking times i think it does it three yeah times. just watching that come uh-huh. watch that come uh-huh <laughs> oh, oh yeah, god gross. i told my coworkers to watch it and tawny came back and was like Oh no! I don't know, man. <laughs> I hate you, man. I would be mad at you if you did that to me. I kind of stand by window. it though, just because I'm like, it's not. It wasn't like something that I'm like, you're gonna love watching this. It's so good. I'm like, I think you need to watch this because it's fucking wild. <laughs> like you need to see other people It is like a Gwilym experience. Somebody needs Except to know William what my eyes saw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Witness me. Uh, so yeah, it is also interesting, kind of like what you're saying. Like it does feel like two different movies. Because, you know, like the story starts and stops, uh, but also the look um, at the very beginning, it's all like uh, really gritty and choppy and mm-hmm. the picture quality is really bad. And the cinematography is like very old movie-esque, you know. There's repeat cuts. I did not remember the repeat cuts. Oh, I do. I mean, I saw. I, d- I guess I didn't specifically remember the repeat cut, but I remember it doing weird little like little pops glitches and, and, and like yeah, ticks and, and stuff. like dropouts of sound or whatever. And mm-hmm. so when he did that, I was like, "Oh yeah, we're kind of laying it on thick, right, guys?" Yeah. <laughs> but then the second half starts, and it's like it starts in black and white, but it's very clean. Mm-hmm. And then once it kicks to color, it's like super clean. Like it was mm-hmm. all shot in like thirty-five yeah, millimeter. I actually which, used to have a problem with that because I used to say like, "Commit to the whole thing." Well, see, I, I but agree, here's yeah. where I'm thinking like, so the '70s look is because of stunt 
we're in stuntman Mike's perspective, and his heyday was in the 70s, mm-hmm. where he's oh, this great stuntman Mike. Thought. And then in when it shifts, it's because we're in the girls' perspective, who are modern day movie hmm, in the movie. Interesting. Day. Yeah. Okay. Fourteen year old modern day. I like that perspective. Yeah. I always saw it as um, one is. Tarantino's homage to Grindhouse and one is Tarantino's version yeah. of Grindhouse. Mm, okay. Yeah, very much. Okay, I can see that, yeah. Well, I'm just going to go ahead and say this is obviously a movie for me. Hmm. Not, try, not trying to fucking plow it over. I, I, I think it's obviously a movie. I think it's really difficult for me because I, I like sit on the fence with this one. I After this last watch, I would also put it in the movie category, but all the way up until like, what did we watch this on Wednesday or something like that? It's yeah. like three days ago. All the way up until like two, three days ago, I was full blown film camp, uh, wow. just because of like the um, the stunt work in this movie is unreal, dude. Okay. Like, if we could it, just it really make is. Zoe Bell a film, then yes. Well, but. Even, well, <laughs> Zoe Bell obviously is like the front and center, but it's like you know some of the shots that they got where it's like Kurt Russell is like straight up driving alongside this car and smashes into another car, yeah. and the camera's like moving around so you can see there is no trailers yeah, or anything yeah, yeah. you know it's like there is at one point where cars. she very yeah. clearly almost falls off that car yeah where she spins totally. all the way around like yeah. 180 yeah. On the and then road. she's hanging on to the wrong side of the car yeah, yeah. for him to do this stunt and i was like oh god she's gonna fucking die right yeah. here. i know yeah, she does it i have to she's say, gonna die right here we did not spend enough time yet really just talking about zoe bell <laughs> we should forever i love I love her so just, much. This, I mean, she's amazing, and she's done stunts in so many movies. But what she does in this movie is it's insane. It's fucking... it's so anxiety-inducing. It's you're you are. It doesn't matter how many times you've seen this, you are on the edge of your seat. I know you're, you're so that, concerned for her. You were so like, concerned, you're so for, concerned her. for her. I think yeah. to add on, oh the God. more you see it, the more you notice, and you're like, yes. Because I when we watch it again, and there's like this huge wide shot of her like spinning on the car. We were all, we all of us were like, oh my God, did you see how wide that shot was? Like, there's nothing else Look there. Look how fucking yes. fast they're going, dude. <laughs> oh yeah. It's and I think it's important for people to know, like, yeah, dude, that is like, that is really what that movie brings is yeah. Zoe Bell on a car. 100%. I do also want to shout out Tracy Toms because she acts the shit out of this movie oh, yeah. and like gets zero credit for yeah. it. The one who's, she's yeah, like the crying driver. Oh, yeah, she's yeah, driving yeah, yeah. and yeah. trying to keep her friend alive. Like, no, she yes. does. That's yeah, a good she point. Does a good job shout too. out to cast of Rent. <laughs> her <laughs> yeah. and really. Broadway yeah. Rent as well. Yeah. 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 Rosario in the backseat. <laughs> no, stunt people definitely have like a terrifying job and I'm sure just like the most fun job. And I just, I don't know. I also thought uh, Kurt Russell was kind of a bizarre choice for this role in that they keep talking about how disgusting and ugly he is the whole time. And they cast like international sex symbol <laughs> Kurt Russell <laughs> yeah. in the role. We, we talked about that, too, how he was kind of like this. He grew up in, in Hollywood. He was like a young Disney star, always kind of like this shining, like golden boy, too. Right. Like He doesn't oh, yeah, play the a whole leading lot of bad man. guys. Which is funny because I think I said that. I was like, it's weird that Kurt Russell's this because he's not really like an asshole. And then I stopped and I we like looked at his movie. Movies and he's like, no, he's an asshole in this, <laughs> and in this, and in this, and he's the bad guy in this, and oh, I guess he is. And you just I mean, he don't plays assholes that. well, yeah. but he's always been like the sexually charged asshole. Yeah. I love a sexually um, charged asshole, dude. We do. <laughs> I in really this house, do. We love it's a sexually charged asshole. <laughs> There's our title. I found it really. I I found the original casting um, who Tarantino wanted, who was Mickey Rourke. Oh. oh. 
weird. Which would have been such a different yeah. movie. Yeah, that would strange, different. dude. Yeah. Uh, because that means for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he would have had to model Brad Pitt after Mickey Rourke. Yeah. And I think that would have been a very different movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Getting us back to... Yes, what do you think, Back Jessie? to... I, I can't remember... Have we talked about other Tarantino movies? Um, not really. I yeah. kind of briefly touched I on them a little bit. I feel like I always go see like Tarantino's films, movies, whatever. whatever yeah. Cinematic features. Cinematic experiences um, here. <laughs> but I... It's so hard for me to, because there's just so many layers that get put into what he he makes. But we tend to talk uh, like outside of this a mm-hmm. lot about his um, pictures, and <laughs> I really just personally feel like I have to delve into like what do I think mm-hmm. of his his filmography like is worthy mm-hmm. of the you know capital F title. Yeah, and I really really like Death Proof and especially enjoyed watching it again and and seeing some like getting new perspectives from it and i like hearing your theory it makes me think like there was a lot more intention behind it mm-hmm. potentially. potentially but yeah. um but i think it still has to be a movie for yeah, me. yeah totally. i will say i do think we bring up tarantino a lot but and we were supposed to have a once upon a time in hollywood episode when that movie just first came out but somebody here named me specifically had a real <laughs> fucking issue with that movie yeah. and i was not ready to dive in to that without just pure rage and tears and so and we'll just leave it at that we'll keep you all on the edge of your seats (laughs) well maybe we'll we'll leave it up to our listeners we'll we'll oh yeah we'll put put it out into the socials and we'll see what they if they're who does all the surveys what what website is that survey monkey no there's like Um, a a buzzfeed a buzzfeed survey we'll do a buzzfeed Buzzfeed quiz Buzzfeed quiz. (laughs) we could also just do a poll this is the most old man trevor sentence i've ever heard in my life (laughs) what are those could you put out a buzzfeed website that does all this could you do a buzzfeed Maybe. So we're three for three a movie. For I also think it's a movie. <laughs> okay. you, so we're at four for a movie. Do you want to elaborate at all, or are you good? I mean, you guys have really hit the highlights. <laughs> uh, I think it's, it. I mean, the fact that he basically made the same movie twice. Um, yeah. In one in movie. W- one movie yeah. means it's double the movie for me. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's not just one movie. It's two fucking movies. It's double movie. <laughs> double feature within a double feature. Oh, my God. A fucking quad feature. We're going to wrap this up here for our listeners. Thanks for coming back to 2021. Um, and, you know, we're excited to... Yeah. You fucking bring some episodes to the table and you know maybe movies are still not going to be around this year but oh we're going to figure it out God, we're going to figure out something we're yeah, just we'll f- gonna we're gonna throw it back because we got how many a hundred years of movies to go through <laughs> yep. you know what let it let, we should start at the beginning yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should start at the beginning <laughs> beautifully done guys 